This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. Well, what's clear is some people have problems, and that, that's a problem if you're counting on your underwear to win. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. I am not downplaying the importance of underwear, but Canty, it's not one thing that I would look at and say, this, this is going to be the difference between a championship and going home empty. Yeah, but if you feel good, then you play good. And if your undies ain't right, then it's hard to feel good, big fella, because we know it takes care of all of those sensitive spots, all of that stuff. So I'm, I don't know. Maybe it is the difference between winning a chip and not. Once again, you have trumped my card. That is Canty. <laughs> I am Carlin. This is Canty and Carlin at 888-SAY-ESPN. 888-729-3776. Want you to be a part of this great show where we have got so much coming, including a little late-breaking development including, uh, involving a superstar in the NBA whose mind might be changing about where he wants to play long-term and a just shocking development involving one of the play-in games tomorrow night. We get to all of that in just moments, but we start, Canty, with the Ravens signing of Odell Beckham Jr. And for me personally, I did not think that all of a sudden that means that Lamar Jackson is walking back through that door. But I think it's the Ravens trying to do everything they can outside of giving him a long-term guaranteed contract to try to lure him somehow back to Baltimore. And I'm still not convinced it's going to work. Yeah, it feels desperate by the Ravens, right? If you listen to what people in the know have said about Odell Beckham Jr. and the kind of contract that he was going to get, nobody expected that a team would go to this length, giving him a $15 million guarantee, a contract with incentives that goes takes it to $18 million. Nobody thought he was going to get this kind of money. As a matter of fact, Clarence Hill Jr., who covers the Dallas Cowboys for the Fort Worth Star-Telegram, said that Jerry Jones wasn't going to come close to giving Odell this kind of contract. I, I just, I'm surprised that Baltimore would be willing to, to give a guy a $14 million signing bonus who hadn't played a full season since 2019. And the last good season that Odell Beckham Jr. put together was when he was with the Cleveland Browns, and that was when he was a 1,000-yard receiver. So I just I, I, I don't know that this is a move that's going to be consequential in terms of being able to convince Lamar that Baltimore is the place for him, especially if they don't give him the kind of coin he wants. And Kitty, I mean, I think that part of it is so underplayed. What you just said, the Ravens handed him a check for $14 million without him stepping on the field yet. Yeah. Because his salary for the year is only going to be a little over a million dollars, but the rest of it is up front. So why would they do that if we're putting up our windhorst fingers, so to speak? <laughs> why would the Baltimore Ravens do that? Here's Jeremy Fowler, ESPN NFL Insider. I just texted with somebody in the Ravens building a little while ago and was told, hopefully this signing helps bring back Lamar Jackson. That's sort of the feeling that, hey, look, if you want to come and sign that franchise tag tender, this is a nudge to let you know we got a little bit of help here. you got a guy that you can go to in key moments, and maybe it's something to build on. The Ravens truly don't know as of now, as far as my understanding, what Lamar is going to do. There's no real momentum on the contract front, so they have been in full contingency mode looking for quarterbacks in free agency and the draft. But this could be considered a little bit of positive momentum. I don't think this was anything of Odell knowing something that we don't, even if he tweets out a, a cryptic FaceTime exchange from last night between him and Lamar Jackson. I don't think that was 
trying to tip everybody off that Lamar's coming back. This feels like it was, let me get the most money that I can right now, and then we'll see what happens, because maybe all Odell really has to prove if he's trying to get a contract beyond this is that he's still healthy and not that he could that he needs a great quarterback to play with for one year. Well, yeah, if you think about Odell in the early years, it's not like he's had a great quarterback to play with, right? He was mm-hmm. playing with the shell of Eli Manning that won a couple of Super Bowls. He played with Baker Mayfield in Cleveland. He only really had a legitimate quarterback when he went out to L.A. and won a Super Bowl with Matt Stafford and, oh, by the way, was phenomenal right up until he tore his ACL in Super Bowl 56. So, I mean, Odell... When healthy, is special. He doesn't have to have a premium quarterback to prove that he's special. Now, it certainly helps, especially when you've suffered your third significant lower body injury. Remember, he had the lower body injury with the Giants, the, the broken ankle that had to be surgically repaired. Then he had the torn ACL at Cleveland. And, and now you're talking about a torn ACL with the Los Angeles Rams. So th- there have been a lot of significant lower body injuries. And for a guy that's knocking on 31 years old, that's not – the direction that you want your career and your health to be trending. But if you can go out there and prove that you're healthy and play all 17 games, and oh, by the way, make $15 million in doing it, by all means. But to me, big fella, this is all about a money grab for Odell, right? And the New York Jets teed up the leverage for Beckham by scheduling this official visit that was supposed to be happening today. But the fact that the Ravens came in at the 11th hour is just one of those situations where you recognize this is a team that really wanted him. They didn't necessarily want to overpay, but they also wanted to make sure that they gave him more money than the New York Jets could offer because on its face, the Jets quarterback situation seems to be a little bit better, even though the guy that they hope is under center in 2023 ain't in the building yet either. Well, I tell you what, that, that's, it. that's why this to me is it's still somewhat odd that you would do it before knowing exactly who's playing quarterback for you. You got a better chance of knowing who the quarterback is for the Jets than you do knowing who the quarterback is for the Ravens next year. Exactly. And and, and to me, that's why Baltimore had to step in. They had to give him something that nobody else was going to give him. And for Odell, everybody's saying, well, it's not necessarily about the money. This is a guy that's made $82 million in his career. Now, I ain't trying to count his chips, but I will say this. If you made $82 million, $15 million does matter in terms of what your life looks like. $15 million Mm -hmm. is not nothing. So I I do think this is all about Odell cashing in. The team is giving him a $14 again, a $14 million signing bonus, sight unseen. That matters when it comes to what the rest of my life looks like. Because although everybody's saying he could bet on himself, you could also, you know, roll the dice and end up losing and realize that, you know, you're not the same player that you were. And the rest of the league see that as well. So my thing is with Odell, he had to take this opportunity because of what the Ravens put on the table and how how far out that offer was in comparison to what anybody else would do. But I don't think this is indicative of what Lamar Jackson is planning for in 2023. And based on everything that we're hearing from people that are around Lamar Jackson, he is principled in his stance about wanting to get significant guarantees, if not a fully guaranteed contract, rather than playing on a franchise tag. But, so but don't th- don't look at don't look at the social media post that he had no. with Beckham last night as a sign that he's coming back to Baltimore. The only way he's back in Baltimore is if Baltimore gets a lot closer to that two hundred plus million dollar guarantee 
that Deshaun Watson got. And but for the Ravens too, this is it's a little odd. It's a little odd for the Ravens to do this ahead of not knowing who their quarterback is because you could be spending an awful lot of money on a Ferrari, but if you don't have the right gas for it, it doesn't do you any good. Marcus Spears, ESPN football analyst this morning on Get Up. That's a big commitment for the Ravens mm-hmm. not to know if they're going to have a quarterback that legitimizes them as a playoff team. Remember this, too. This is about the big picture, right? You look at Od- Odell Beckham Jr., and you think about him coming to the Ravens. That's about production. That's about this team going to a level that they hadn't been able to go to. The Ravens have always been able to run the football. They put together an offensive line. That's something that we always talked about, and that's how they won with the greatness of Lamar Jackson and what he's been able to do. But now a new offensive coordinator, you give a receiver coming off of two ACLs, and I'm not saying that negatively, but I was shocked to see that they gave him $15 million mm-hmm. guaranteed to, in, in a one-year deal. Boy, the Ravens better be right. That's my only point. I mean, Snoop Huntley being your guy, I, those receivers will make him a little bit better, Chris, but I, I'm still not feeling great as to who's uh, as to what position the Ravens are in right now in their division. They may be a why, better team why should on paper you? today. Why Why should you feel great about that? I mean, listen. I don't. No disrespect yeah. to Snoop Huntley, but are the Ravens any better than the fourth team in the AFC no. North with no. Snoop Huntley or Anthony Brown? Not when they don't have a quarterback that's like Lamar Jackson under contract. No. That's my point. So it doesn't matter. You know, going out and signing Nelson Aguilar in free agency or signing Odell Beckham in oh, free agency or getting healthy Rashad Bateman or having a healthy Devin DuVernay. All of that is for naught if you don't have Lamar. A brand new offensive coordinator in Todd Munkin, a revamped system. Doesn't matter if you don't have Lamar Jackson. And so that's the curious thing about how Baltimore is going about their business. It it, it really is putting the cart before the horse when it comes to taking care of your offseason business. All of these check marks are not going to go a long ways to convincing Odell that this is the place that he needs to be. How you show Odell love is not by signing these weapons that he's supposed to be working with, but coming closer to what he believes his value to the franchise is, big fella. And I will say this, it's very telling when Jeremy Fowler talks to somebody that's in the building and they say they hope that this is the move that gets Lamar back. Let me tell you something. If you're betting on this to be the move, that convinces Lamar Jackson that he should play a second consecutive season on a one-year proposition, no financial guarantees beyond 2023, you're kidding yourself. And as Bill Parcells used to always say, the worst thing you can do in this business is fool yourself. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app, we are presented by Progressive Insurance. The question for you is does this to you mean the Ravens believe that Lamar is coming back in the signing of Odell? 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. We are brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Make every moment more. Logo three, you bet! LeBron puts him to sleep, 36 points in his final game of year 20 in the ring. Season. I'm getting there, and I'm getting there at the right time. question is, are the Lakers good enough to not only win the play-in and get into the playoffs, but then do some damage and make a run? Obviously, it's different because usually in the postseason, you have multiple days of prep for a team, but you shouldn't be comfortable. you got to stay on edge and get ready for the game. Let me just say this. I, I don't know what you were doing 
your whole Easter weekend, but you are living right as a Lakers fan because everything is coming up Lakers right now. Oh, I mean, you blew it last week against the Clippers with a chance to get into the sixth seed and get a week off before you maybe had a chance to take on uh, the uh, Kings. But now, mm-hmm. now, Canty, you get the seventh seed. You get the Minnesota Timberwolves who are imploding as we speak. I mean, Rudy Gobert's throwing punches. In case you missed it earlier today, uh, just a little while ago, he was suspended by the team for tomorrow night, which I was absolutely stunned by when you heard all of the apologies and such yesterday. He and Kyle Anderson getting into it. And Jaden McDaniels, maybe one of their best defenders, goes out and punches a wall, and they're going to go play in L.A. tomorrow night, one game, without Gobert and Jaden McDaniels? Can life get any better for Chris Canty? Oh, it's pretty damn good right now. I mean, the way it could have been better is if we would have avoided the play-in altogether, if we would have found a way to beat the L.A. Clippers last Thursday night. But it didn't happen. It is what it is. I will say this. I feel good about their path to competing for a championship, and I'll consider that a run to the conference finals. If the Lakers could be one of the final four teams, then I would have to consider this a successful season. And in order to do that, not only do they have to get by the play-in and the shorthanded Minnesota Timberwolves because they won't have Rudy Gobert, but they'd have to win their first-round matchup against the Memphis Grizzlies. And that's a team that you think is or should be considered one of the favorites out of the West right there with the Phoenix Suns. So I I think I feel good about that particular matchup as a Lakers fan because of the way Anthony Davis played in the absence of LeBron James. If you get that version of him and those role players continue to – be factors not only with knockdown shooting on offense, but playing really good defense, then, yeah, I I don't see a reason why the Lakers can't make a run to the Western Conference Finals. I think it is teed up for them, and this is an opportunity to see LeBron James' greatness once again on display in year 20, big fella. Okay, can we get past tomorrow night first? Can we get past tomorrow night first? Everything's been handed to you. You better go past win this game Listen, tomorrow night. If we can't get past tomorrow night, then the, everything I just said doesn't matter. If they can't win that game tomorrow night and enjoy, what is it, three days rest, four days rest before the playoffs kick off, if they can't do that, then, then there's no chance that they're going to make a run to the conference finals. If you can't beat a short-headed Minnesota Timberwolves team, at full strength, if you can't do that, then there's no shot that LeBron James has of being able to win a championship in the twilight of his career because I think this is his last best chance to get it done. With all of the parity we see in the West, with all of the question marks that all of the contenders have in the Western Conference, the Lakers are right there with everybody else, and the Lakers have as good a one-two punch as anybody else when they're healthy. So if LeBron can't get it done – then the draft capital that Rob Palenka traded away to bring over D'Angelo Russell and to bring over Malik Beasley and Jared Vanderbilt, it doesn't matter. It was a waste because you're not going to be able to win a championship if you can't if you can't get it done this year. You're going to have a hard time being able to win a championship moving forward because, big fella, like I just said, LeBron James is in year 20. How many years can he continue to be productive at this level? I don't know. And frankly, I don't. I expect him to continue to be this productive through the playoffs because he always uh, manages his body exceptionally well. I don't think LeBron is going to be Tom Brady because 
you know, what LeBron does with his body. This is going to sound strange, but Brady at least figured out how to deal with some of the physical challenges in taking less hits. I don't yeah. know that you could say the same thing about LeBron with the physical toll that the game puts on him at this age. But let me say well, he's this. missing games because he can't stay healthy. So yeah. that's a problem. Yeah. And at some point, like the, 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 like the frequency of that, it, it's seemingly every year now. So the question is, might not be the productivity, it just might be the availability. How often are you going to have LeBron and AD healthy and available this time of year to go on a run? That's why I think that this team has to have a lot of urgency about getting it done. But can we spend a second on the other side of this, big fella? What's I mean, that? Rudy Gobert is a player yeah. that the Minnesota Timberwolves invested four, count them, four first-round picks, a pick swap, Malik Beasley and Jared Vanderbilt in order to get. And this is how they get repaid? This is the return on investment? I'll take him it a step getting, further. Him, get, him getting into it with Kyle Anderson, throwing a punch, and having to be asked not only to, to, to leave the game, but to leave the arena. They told him to go home. At halftime, they said go home. Yeah. Think, think about They asked him to do – so this is the guy that's supposed to be a linchpin, a cornerstone, in a team that was looking to ascend with Anthony Edwards and Carl Anthony Towns. Can't that be- is – listen – that is, this is as bad as it gets. I, I feel bad for their coach, Chris Finch. I really do. I can't Because this is tell not you. what he signed up for. It, 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 worse than Gobert is Jaden McDaniels. Punching a wall? Punching a wall on the last day of the year when you have a, you have a plan in front of you and breaking your hand? And, and I'll take it a step further. You're talking about the Gobert trade. They gave one more of those first round picks instead of giving up Jaden McDaniels. Like that's how important he is to them. And and this is the level of stupidity that your team is operating with. I mean, I, I'm sorry that that it's dumb to. And I know it's heat of the moment, and I understand that. And I understand that Gobert's out there playing yesterday. He's not 100. percent He was playing poorly, and Kyle Anderson's getting after him. Probably didn't want to hear it in that moment, but. You have yeah, to Kyle, be Anderson, than that. Kyle Anderson can't say what he said, though. That, no, no, he can't it. say it. He I can't agree, say what he said. He but you also that. have to hold it back for a minute. Both of them are wrong. Both of them are Both wrong. Both of them are wrong. Both yeah. of them are dead wrong. Both of them are wrong. But McDaniel's too. Like that is, like if I'm sitting there, if I'm Chris Finch, I'm sitting. There, what, what, what the hell just happened? What, what are we doing? I mean that that to me is just inexcusable across the board. But I will say this. I'll get to this in a little bit. You and Perk on first take Friday on the Canty and Carlin takeover on first take. You and Kendrick Perkins spent a lot of time chuckling at the big fella. A lot of time letting me have it. Turns out I'm not alone in my camp. The Memphis Grizzlies. Sit tight oh on my that god. One. Oh, my gosh. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app, we're presented by Progressive Insurance, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. So we just spent a few moments talking about whether or not the signing of Odell Beckham Jr. means that Lamar is coming back. One of our ESPN NFL experts believes that it means exactly that. Do you believe it? 888-SAY-ESPN. Lines are open right now, and... Are the Lakers a legitimate threat in the West? Or is Canty just, well, let's call it what it is, delusional? 888-SAY-ESPN. 
888-729-3776. It's all on the way right after this from our friends at Indeed. Now, if April is showering your company with open positions, then check out Indeed. Their powerful hiring platform makes it simple to attract, interview, and hire candidates all in one place. Just sponsor a post. Get matched instantly with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed meet your job description. Then invite them to apply and get connected. No more jumping from site to software to cell phone. You can easily schedule and conduct virtual interviews all on the Indeed dashboard. Get started at Indeed.com slash credit. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. Free agent receiver Odell Beckham Jr. announced on Instagram that he is signing with the Baltimore Ravens. A one-year deal said to include $15 million guaranteed. If this was four years ago, that's great. In 2023, that just feels like you're aiming for the moon here with this signing. And makes me think that you don't think that you're going to get Lamar Jackson back. It smells of desperation, especially when I look at how much money they gave him. Somebody thinks that means something, and that somebody is D. Wood, Damian Woody, ESPN NFL analyst, joining Kenty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. D. Wood, what's going on, man? How you doing? I'm good, gentlemen. How are you guys doing? We're doing outstanding. Let's start there, D. Wood. You think there is meaning behind this for Odell Beckham that perhaps he knows something that we don't about Lamar Jackson? 
Absolutely, absolutely. And Chris can speak to the to this as well. We as uh, players, we're we're kind of in a a small fraternity. We we tend to talk to each other, and and you know when players go on free agent visits and uh, you know player movement, we have conversations. I absolutely believe that Odell Beckham Jr. put the money to the side. He got paid a lot of money, but I also believe, absolutely believe, Odell Beckham Jr. would not walk into that situation without knowing, having some type of knowledge of what the quarterback situation would be, i.e. Lamar Jackson. I, I just refuse to believe that. Big fella, when it comes to players, it's hard to put the money to the side, but it's clear that Odell was able to get that deal because he had leverage thanks to the Jets organizing that official visit that was supposed to be happening today. So my biggest question to you is, if if Lamar Jackson is indeed going to be playing for Baltimore, is that going to be on a long-term contract in 2023, or are we talking about signing the franchise tag? I think it, I don't think it's going to be a long term deal. I think mm. it's going to be, I think it's going to be the franchise tag. Now I've, I've I've also been on record saying that I didn't think Lamar Jackson would would sign the franchise tag, but again, you know, th- with this signing, I, I just feel like Odell is, has had numerous conversations with with Lamar Jackson leading up to this point, and I think you know I, I just feel like he. He feels like Lamar Jackson is going to be his quarterback in 2023. Damian Woody, ESPN NFL analyst, joining us. D. Wood, how much did the Jets miss out here in not getting Odell? Uh, listen, I, I, this was a this was a luxury pickup for the Jets. It wasn't a, it it was more of a want, not a need. Um, because make no mistake about it, the number one receiver with the Jets is Gary Wilson, and I think Gary Wilson is going to explode this year when the eventual trade of Aaron Rodgers goes down. So Odell Beckham Jr. would have been nice with the Jets, but it wasn't a, ne- it wasn't a necessity. Talking with ESPN NFL analyst Damian Woody on Canty and Carlin, and big fella staying with your former team, uh, everybody looks at the NFL draft as one of the drop-dead dates for the Aaron Rodgers trade to be executed between the Packers and the Jets. And Joe Douglas came out, over the weekend and said that this is going to happen. When you heard Joe Douglas say that, what did you think in your mind about the potential compensation that the Jets would have to give up in order to get Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, listen, I think that, listen, outside of it being a lighthearted moment in that environment, I think that as far as the compensation is concerned, I think that the Jets are adamant about not giving up that first-round pick. Mm. I think the Jets want to use that 13th overall pick to help solidify the offensive line. I think that's why you saw the trade of Elijah Moore to Cleveland to get more ammo um, in this, for this trade. So the Jets now have the first, the the number 13 pick and two second round picks in order to, to facilitate this Aaron Aaron Rodgers trade. So I just think that they're adamant about not giving up that 13th pick, but you know those two second round picks. Uh, in my opinion, are on the table. D. Wood, when you look at the draft coming up and you look at where the Ravens are, just back to the Lamar situation as it ties in with Odell and all of this, what do they do if, in fact, it's not a situation where Lamar is definitively coming back? Because you've got the playmakers, but you can't go into this with Snoop Huntley. 
Yeah, I mean, listen, I think Eric DeCosta kind of laid it out there, right? He's been talking about it in, 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 you know, his meetings with the press and everything, saying that, listen, the quarterback position is on the table as far as the draft is concerned. And the fact that he felt, you know, he said that all of these prospects that we've been talking about, the quarterback position falls in that, that top 32, they're doing their homework on the quarterback position. And it would, would it surprise me if the Baltimore Ravens use their first-round pick on a quarterback? No, it would not surprise me. Wow. Uh, uh, that is that is something else. Uh, big fella, before we let you go, Tyreek Hill said uh, this over the weekend that he was going to retire from pro football after his contract was done with the Miami Dolphins. That would take him with Miami through the 2025 season. What did you make of him coming out and saying that? And do you think that that – in any in any way, shape, or form, impacts what Miami does at quarterback. No, I just think that I think it's a moment of levity for for you know for the cheetah for Tyreek Hill. He's already he's already won a Super Bowl with the Kansas City Chiefs. You know he's already one of the highest paid wide receivers in the National Football League. And I think it was a it was a moment where he could look at it and say, you know what, I got I got bigger aspirations after my playing career. So. You know, kudos to him, man. As Chris, you know this as players, man. We want to go out on our own terms, and, and hopefully for Tyreek Hill, he'll be able to do that. D. Wood, i got to ask you just a, a personal question aside, because it's a war I have fought on occasion, occasionally on this show and other places. As a former offensive lineman, boneless wings ever acceptable in any circumstance? Wait a minute, say that again? Are boneless wings ever acceptable in any circumstance? Never. No. Never. <laughs> ever. Ever. Exactly. No. Exactly, big no. fella. Preach. Listen. We are like we like we are like we talk we all are big fellas. Like yeah. how could you how could you betray bone in wings like that? Like it's not betraying. I would never no. choose it over it's the betrayal. other. It's betrayal. It's true. So it's you're saying you're, you're literally, Chris, you're literally cheating on it. <laughs> you're cheating. See, you say cheating, and I always go back to the phrase, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. And and my laziness wins out an awful lot. <laughs> Doesn't yeah, matter how me, much you give try. Me the, give, me the, give me the bone in. It, it, like, I need to forget that bone, that boneless mess. I need the bone in every day of the week. Okay. You want the drumette or do you want the uh, the flats? Oh, the flats, man! Give me the flats. <laughs> I'm over two. Preach, preach. Oh. <laughs> he would appreciate it, brother. Thanks. Yeah, don't worry. We'll 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 get this thing right. We'll get this thing right. <laughs> yeah, we we'll get we we'll get it right. We we'll get it right, big fella. We'll, we'll bring Carlin into the light. We'll bring him into the light. Yeah, uh, y'all take it easy, man. You too, Damian Woody, ESPN NFL analyst, joining us. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. All I'm saying is, any port in a storm, you do what you got to do. Sometimes that's all. Nah, let me tell you what you should never do is go with the boneless wing. You just shouldn't do it. Some things in life should never happen. That's one of them. Canty, up next, how about, I mean, I was shocked when I saw it. One of the guys that we have talked about being among the most loyal to his organization, a superstar in the NBA, all of a sudden, maybe having second thoughts. We'll tell you all about it next. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio.
This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Canty and Carlin, the podcast. Just when you thought Dame Lillard was never going to leave Portland. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app, Canty, Let's just get right to it. Here is Dame Lillard's answer uh, to the question, what are your thoughts on the Blazers bringing in younger talent? This is via The Athletic. I'm just not, I just ain't interested in that, you know, being honest. And this this is not a secret, you know what I mean? I, I want a chance to, to go for it. And if the route is to, to do that, then, you know, that's, you know, that's not my route. That's not my route. Listen. If you are Damian Lillard, and over the last two years, and I heard this stat today on the Hoop Collective podcast with Wendy, the Blazers, over the last two years combined, have won seven games after the All-Star break. Mm. Combined. Mm. I have done what I am supposed to do here. You got to help me out. It's it's time to go if it's not going to be bring in guys who are going to help me win now. Yeah, you're right about that, big fella. But my question is, once they moved on from C.J. McCollum, what did Dame think was going to happen? I, I don't know. It's a great – I mean, it, it, did he – maybe Dame was trying to be that different guy, Chris, and I admire it, but at this point, I mean, you got to look out for yourself at some point here. Yeah, I, I mean, the organization is going with a youth movement led by Anthony Simons and Shaden Sharp. Jeremy Grant has been a great story this year, but he's not a guy that's going to be a centerpiece for a championship contender. So you're going to have to get other pieces, and I'm just not sure Portland is willing to do that with Dame Lillard going into his, what, age 33 season Mm -hmm. in 2023. So I think this is a situation where he's probably going to have to force his way out if the goal is to have a chance to compete for a ring. I know he wanted to stick it out in Portland, but the reality is that this team has won 60 games over the last two years. Listen, it's an 82-game schedule, so you can do the math. 60 games ain't great. Averaging 30 wins a year ain't great. Even in a pandemic-shortened season, it ain't great. So I just it's, this is a Captain Obvious move for Dane right now. You're going to have to go somewhere else, and that's going to allow Portland to jumpstart its rebuild and it's also going to give him a chance to play meaningful basketball once we get into April and May. And I think that's that's what a player of his talents deserves, and quite frankly, that's what all NBA fans deserve, an opportunity to see Dame time when it's a meaningful time in the NFL in the, in the NBA calendar. Well, that just brings to mind, like, where does Dame Lillard go if he wants to win now? Who is equipped – to bring him in and to surround him with talent that he can win with or plug him into a situation where he could win right away. I mean, I'll I'll throw a team at you right now that I would not be shocked to see get involved there. Hmm. Miami. 
Yeah, Miami does make a lot of sense. They make a like, lot of I mean, sense. Listen. They, 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 they need a point guard. The only question is – You can move well, on from Tyler Hero. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, that, it's going to have to be a hell of a lot more than Tyler Hero because yes. with that contract, I, I'm not sure that that's as big of an asset as um, a lot of people might perceive it to be, although it would help in terms of making the salaries match. Um, so, yeah, I, I could certainly see um, Miami as, as one of those places. Um I, you know, it's it would be really, really interesting to see him somewhere in the Eastern Conference. You know, because of what that log jam is in the Western Conference. It just feels like if he were to find his way on one of those Eastern Conference contenders, that would absolutely be the way to go. I'll throw yeah. another one at you. How about this? Go ahead. Oh, I, I like this. Go ahead. We've already seen that maybe he wants out about Jalen Brown for game. Yeah, in Boston. Yeah, I, I that was that solved their half court problem that you're always talking about. Yeah, that that was the first thing that I thought about. Um, it gives them a little more balance with their roster, and you don't have, you know, two dominant wing players. Um, so, so that that certainly could be out there. Just don't know if Damian Lillard wants to sign up to play in Boston. You know, the reputation that that fan base and that community has. Um, so that would be interesting to see. I mean, the place that I would love to see him is with the Philadelphia. 76ers. Oh, I don't know how that would make that work. Maybe it's a Tyrese Maxey involved in that situation. But I, think that's I would where love to see him in Philly. Seems like that would make a lot of sense. Uh, listen, I, I think it would too, but you'd have to give up a ton. Speaking of which, one team, big trouble in the NBA coming their way. Thanks for listening to the Canty and Carlin podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app. Canty and Carlin, the podcast.